Welcome to A Healthier You, Little by Little. This podcast gives you insights and features various aspects of health, from sleep and stress to immunity, exercise, home workouts, energy, and performance. Here is your host of A Healthier You, Little by Little, Cindy Little. Well, welcome back to A Healthier You. This is episode 69, and today I'm going to talk about health tips for the holidays. It just happens to be around the Christmas time when I'm recording this podcast, but this could also be used for other holidays, whether it's summer holiday, Easter holiday, Halloween holiday, Thanksgiving holiday, whatever holiday it is. A holiday is a holiday, and typically what we find on holidays is that we consume more alcohol, we consume additional calories from eating at restaurants or eating out at other places and eating fun stuff that you don't normally eat, like maybe extra Christmas baking or whatever kind of baking that happens during that season. So we are going to talk about alcohol. We are going to talk about nutrition. We're going to talk about food. And we're actually going to help you save money this holiday. So think I'm going to actually share some gifts that you can spend you can purchase for less than $10 that could really make somebody's day. So now the reason why I want to talk about gifts under $10 is because stress can happen most oftentimes during the Christmas period when people spend too much money or they don't have money to spend, but they spend it anyway, thinking they need to buy a gift for somebody. Well, let's just say that you don't have to do that. You can just say this could be the year that you decide to do something different. I, I've been to parties where you were invited to a, um, a Christmas party and there was gifts for less than $10. Like everybody had to buy like a gag gift for less than 10 or $20. And you guys can set the limit, whatever it is for you. Maybe it's even five bucks. Then you'll have to get really creative. But there's so many things that you can, you can do. And maybe I'll start with that since I'm talking about that. And then we're going to come around to alcohol, nutrition, and exercise. Because obviously all of these things matter for your health. So I was writing out some ideas for Christmas gifts for under $10. And, you know, if you're a knitter or a crocheter, you could probably make something for less than $10 with uh, by knitting and crocheting. Let's say you're not handy. A lottery card, I don't even know how much lottery cards are, but maybe you can buy a lottery card for less than $10 these days. Maybe a homemade relish or a homemade crabapple jelly or soup, or chili, or salsa. My neighbor made the best salsa this year. Oh my gosh. Like I would pay more money like just for that than the store-bought salsa. But when you when you cost average it out, it's probably way less to make your own salsa, especially when, you know, in the summer when there's tons of tomatoes. And you guys can grow your own tomatoes in your garden and you don't even need to have a garden. You can just grow them in a pot. And crab apple jelly, my neighbor, she had all these crab apples on the ground and they were just going to go to waste if they weren't picked up in time. So you can get free crab apple je- uh, crab apples from almost anywhere. And then you Google online how to make crab apple jelly. Well, I'll tell you, I ended up making crab apple jelly for the first time in probably 20 years and it was so delicious. And it's such a great Christmas gift, although I didn't make enough, sorry, uh, to give everybody. And uh, as a matter of fact, you need a lot of crab apples because I thought I had enough and it only made like three jars by the time it it whittled down 
But anyway, I used to do that in the past, make some crab apple jelly. You just buy a whole bunch of mason jars and you don't even have to buy jars. You can just recycle jars. So that's another inexpensive way to, to put a gift. You could put some nuts, some mixed nuts into a jar and fancy it up with some ribbon or some bows and, and give that. People are grateful. I know I'm grateful for anything that anybody gives me, regardless of the sticker price. As a matter of fact, I remember one time I got a really expensive um, clothing set from a friend and it was so pricey that I felt bad because my gift was so less expensive than hers. And so you don't want to make people feel bad by giving them too expensive of a gift. And so again, you know, getting back to Christmas and holidays and even Thanksgiving and all the other holidays, like where did we have to get so expensive with gifts? This consumerism and commercialism of, of Christmas like, let's get back to the old school way of, of just being grateful and, and giving what you can. And um, so anyway, getting back to gifts, a painted canvas or a collage, like um, maybe you're on a motorcycle trip like I was, and I, my motorcycle friends did up this collage of some pictures of of all of us and she sent that out as a Christmas gift I thought that was so awesome so it gave me the idea to do the same I made a Christmas card at Walmart and I chose a, a picture of all my family members that were in the picture and I said Merry Christmas from Cindy and that was kind of like a gift in itself and it's something that people may not throw out either because it is a picture of them and a picture of us and it's a memory too a fun pair of socks. We we've done this a couple of times, or a a new um, a um, a tie, like a Christmas uh, a Christmas tie, like a Santa tie or something like that. And that we've made that a tradition to wear the Christmas tie and the Christmas socks at Christmas each year. Sometimes like Christmas pajamas, if you can get them for uh, inexpensive price. And let's see, a funny can of beer. So if you Google uh, beers. And look for funny names. Oh my gosh. Okay, some these are some of the beers that I googled. Herpes, MILF, Pursuit of Hoppiness, My Wife's Bitter, Fat Woody, Arrogant Bastard, Butt Face. And so you get all these, you can just wrap up a can of funny beer. That would make somebody laugh. And then that's a, that's a gift in itself. Homemade wine. Did you know that you can make wine for like four bucks a bottle, maybe even three bucks, depending on what kind of, of wine store you go to. But that's very inexpensive. I used to do um, health to wealth labels, like my, my company's name is health to wealth with the number two in it. And anyway, so I'd get these nice uh, logos, uh, signs, um, wine labels, and put it smacking on a four or five dollar bottle of wine. And hey, who doesn't like wine? I, I'm telling you, when I served in Croatia, I drank some pretty horrible wine from people making their own wine at home. I'll tell you, these wines are sophisticated compared to Croatia's homemade wine. So I don't know anybody who wouldn't like a glass of wine or a bottle of wine. And you know what? If you're if you're a non-drinker, then you could use it as a gift or what? Save it for when company comes. Or you could use it in in cooking as well. 
And let's say a coffee mug, a funny coffee mug. You can stuff it with whatever. You can stuff it with, I don't know, I'm, I'm not even really thinking at this point, but have you ever received the coffee mugs uh, like with some hot chocolate samples or some coffee or some tea? Um, I mean, you guys can get really imaginative on this stuff. So things like that would be less stressful and less stress is going to help you maintain your weight. It's going to maintain your mood. It's going to be a make you a happier person. So I would say stress is the number one thing during Christmas and holiday seasons. Avoid the stress. Avoid spending unnecessary money. All right, that's tip number one. Let's talk about alcohol. You know, out of sight, out of mind is is really a thing especially in my house because alcohol doesn't typically last, although I am on a 30-day abstinence um, uh, where I'm not drinking alcohol for 30 days. And I'm telling you, when you make a pact with yourself saying, okay, I'm not going to drink for 30 days and you have some other people join you in doing it, it's very helpful. So I planned it so that by December 21st, that will be my end date for the 30 days. And by doing that, I've given my liver a break. I've given my kidneys a break. I've I've uh, cut down on the amount of sugars I'm consuming because, let's face it, wine and beer does have a bit of sugar in it. So out of sight, out of mind is a good good thing to do. So how do I keep alcohol out of sight? I either put it in the fridge out in the garage, so it actually ha- it, it, it's an effort to get out there, or down in the basement. I've got a little fridge, a beer fridge down there. So if if alcohol is in a different room versus like two steps away from you, or if you plunk down a bottle in front of you, a wine bottle, I'm I'm sure it's going to be gone by the end of the night. So out of sight, out of mind with the alcohol. Let's see. Yes, when you're drinking alcohol, make sure that you don't drink pop with it. I know the people who drink rum and coke or will be a little bit upset with me, but hey man, When it comes to pop, it really spikes your insulin levels and sugar, I don't know if you know this, but sugar in a pop equals to about uh, 40 grams of sugar. And they say that 75 grams of sugar can weaken your immune system. So two pops, I mean most people who drink rum and coke are drinking more than one or one can, it will uh, lower your immune system. And even if you slept eight hours, you took your supplements and you exercise and you're, you're really awesome with your lifestyle, those two drinks of, of uh, pop can lower your immune system. And I don't know if you guys want to be doing that during the Christmas season or during a cold and flu season because, of course, you want to prop up your immune system this time of year. All right, what else? Uh, So the alternatives to not drinking pop. Now, a lot of people say, well, I drink the zero, um, like no sugar pop or diet pop. Well, I'm not a fan of that either, and I'm sure you can Google why diet pops are not good for you. Look up the cons against them. And even pop in general, like carbonated water, carbonated drinks are not good on your bone density over time uh, due to the phosphorus in them. I actually had a whole alcohol podcast on this, so you can go back and search in the archives the alcohol podcast, but I won't go too too long about the alcohol. So let's talk about sugar and nutrition. Because really, that's 80% of your health solution is your diet and what you're absorbing. We used to say you are what you eat, but it's actually not even that anymore. It's you are what you absorb. And a lot of people out there have irritable bowel syndrome, 
um, lazy bowels, you name it, like Crohn's and just all of these types of issues or obesity. It's, it's a huge problem for a lot of people. So one of the easiest things to do is to have digestive enzymes with your diet every day. Now, did you know that when you don't cook your vegetables and fruit and you eat them raw, you get more digestive enzyme action? Also, if you eat foods that are like uh, kombucha, um, sauerkraut, yogurt, things that have probiotics and prebiotics built into them, that's really helpful. Like I have a, uh, a shake that I have every day, pretty much every day, unless I'm doing a cleanse day. And I typically try to do a cleanse day once a week. And that's intermittent fasting. And intermittent fasting is when you give your body a break and it actually helps with your, your blood sugar levels. And it helps with a lot of things. You can look up intermittent fasting. I know that's a big buzzword these days, but it also can help um, you become more alkaline and alkaline is where you want your body because when your body's the opposite and being acidic, you put yourself at risk of disease. And most people who have cancer have an acidic body and they say that cancer cannot grow in an alkaline body. So that's something to think about. And the more sugar you have in your diet, the more acidic you are. And also acidity foods include red meat, alcohol, coffee. But if you're choosing the better versions of those, then you're certainly helping yourself a lot. So let's talk about sugar. In a low-fat sweetened yogurt, you could end up with 47 grams of sugar. With one single cupcake, 46 grams of sugar sports drinks 35 grams of sugar and you want to try to keep your sugars lower than six teaspoons a day of sugar now i i've i've known people who put like two scoops of of sugar in their coffee or their tea well if you're able to try to wean yourself off you'll realize like later when you become more alkaline you'll be disgusted at pop and adding sugar to coffee and drinks like that and so another tip too is when you're when you're going into the Christmas season, you know there there's a lot of people that get into baking and and they bake all of these kinds of different cookies. Well, what if you just limit it to your favorite cookie, just one cookie? Or what if you do like I do when I bake a batch of cookies, I usually send it off with people or gift it to my neighbors or the ones that uh, certainly like baking. So sharing is caring, right? Sharing uh, your baking means that you have less in your house. And of course, if you don't buy it, you're not going to eat it. So, you know, when you go to Costco and you get these big, massive things of cookies and big, massive things of cake, do you really need that much, especially if you're empty nesters or especially if you have only one child or like even, even if you have children, buying these massive amounts of cookies especially the Costco ones, because it's not like they have preser preservatives in them that make them last longer. You have to eat them within a certain amount of time. So cutting down how much you buy or um, maybe asking your neighbors or your friends like, hey, I'm going to Costco and I want to buy some cookies, but I don't want like 50 cookies. Would you like to chip in and, you know, maybe take half of them off my hands? 
or if you've got a, a group of girls that are that are mothers or friends, you can just say, "Hey, do you want to do you want to share these cookies? Because I certainly can't eat this many." I do love stores that sell like a half a pie or a quarter of a pie, where you don't have like a big pie. So if you just want to slice a pie, man, it is then you get a slice of pie. It's like those butter tarts. Like who doesn't like butter tarts, right? So at Christmas time, I tend to want to have at least one butter tart. I, I might have one butter tart a year. And it might be actually better for you to go to a bakery where you can only buy one. Or let's say, I don't know, Tim Hortons or a donut shop or something like that where you can just buy one versus a pack of six. Or if you do buy a pack of six, maybe gift them to your neighbors or your friends. So sharing again is caring and also you're caring about yourself right? You're caring about yourself enough to say, okay, one is enough. And if you're the type of person who cannot have a box of chocolates, I had a box of chocolates for a year in my fridge out in the garage, again, out of sight, out of mind. But I, I really didn't, I'm not the type of person to binge on chocolate or binge on anything in particular. But if you are, and you know that, then just buy a pack and then give it to your neighbor, say, keep this and or, you know, do something that is going to make you less vulnerable to eating that whole bag of chocolates. All right. So those are some tips for the holidays. I'm sure that there's more, but today we just covered alcohol, nutrition, and stress. So have a fantastic holiday. I'm hoping that you're hearing this before Christmas and you take some of these uh, into heart. And I'd love to hear your feedback. So if you want to drop your comments or rate this podcast on whatever podcast venue you're listening to, I'd really appreciate that. And you can catch me on Instagram as Cindy P. Little, or you can catch me on Facebook on my business page at health to wealth Facebook. And of course, my personal page, you can come visit and uh, check me out. I'd love to hear your comments. Take care. Have a fantastic holiday, everybody. And stay tuned because the next episode will be about fitness during the holidays. Thanks for listening to A Healthier You, Little by Little. Do you have a question about something you heard today? An idea for a topic, perhaps? Or would you like to reach out to Cindy? Send her an email, coachcindylittle at gmail.com. Or visit her website at healthtowealth.ca. That's health2wealth.ca. Or you can find Cindy on LinkedIn or Facebook as Cindy Little. Once again, thanks for listening.